Hello and welcome to MetPod, the official CPD podcast for Maiden Early Trust staff by Maiden Early Trust staff. In each episode, we are joined by a member of Trust staff to share their area of expertise, interest or research in the hope that it will inspire our listeners to try out something new in their own practice. I'm Chloe Bateman, a history and religion and philosophy teacher at Maiden Early School and I will be your host this week. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Heather Frost, a food preparation and nutrition teacher at Maiden Early Reading to discuss the challenges that have faced practical subjects over this academic year due to COVID-19 and the restrictions that it has imposed. We will also be talking about a range of strategies for ensuring that these subjects are kept alive and engaging for our students during these strange times. Heather, I was wondering if you could start us off just by going through really what challenges you have faced as a trainee teacher of food in delivering the practical elements of this subject area, um, both in the sort of initial period of time when we were back in school from um, September to December, and then during the kind of January and February lockdown that we are currently experiencing as we record this. Absolutely. Um, Hi everyone, Uh, thank you for inviting me on today. Um, So basically we have faced quite a lot of challenges with regards to the COVID situation. Um, When we look into year seven, eight and nines, um, there's obviously been a lack of uh, practical opportunities for the children to get involved with. We've had to reduce pretty much everything and just relate, revert back everything to the theory aspect of food, which 100% 100% of the time the kids aren't choosing food as a subject just to do theory. They want to get their hands dirty, um, like do lots of practical things, make different recipes, um, really get involved. So we've had to reduce that and revert to demonstrations, um, those types of things to get them kind of still understanding how food works, but they can't obviously do it themselves um, due to kind of a health risk assessment and health and safety aspect as well. Obviously, being a trainee teacher, it's been eye-opening. So teaching is not something I've necessarily done before. I come from a, I am a registered nutritionist and sports nutritionist as well. Um, Two years ago, I was in America working for um, a major league baseball team as a nutritionist. So it's a very different aspect (laughs) two years on. Um, So yeah, it it does give us completely different set of challenges as well, um, especially with COVID. Probably you're meant to be in the classroom and obviously at the moment with COVID, it's not being as helpful as it should be. However, um, I'm very adaptable, so that's what was making it easier. Referring back to the changes we've had to make and challenges, obviously we have to focus on the GCSE students themselves, so year nines, tens and elevens. Um, so at the beginning, they weren't allowed to carry out any food practical um, opportunities. However, things started to get better. So therefore, we started to incorporate um, a couple of practicals for year nines, tens and elevens. It's only a maximum of maybe two or three throughout the whole term where they could have been doing five or six, seven in a normal situation. Um, so, yeah, it's been very bit boring for the children all the time they come into the classroom and say miss are we cooking today are we cooking today and unfortunately it's either a demonstration where they just watch and they get bored obviously um and that's what's the exciting part of it they want to be getting their hands dirty and getting involved and you know those types of things yeah and then so basically we just try and be as um work on health and safety considerations as much as possible during covid um and in line with the department risk assessment as well so we even had a washing up 
less than one time just to make sure we know how to wash our hands properly and be COVID free <laughs> as much as possible. It sounds like there's so many different challenges then. I mean, I'm a history teacher and obviously there has been elements of um, the ways we've had to adapt lessons, but it didn't sound anything near as much as what you've had to do um, with the practical subjects. And, you know, I, I remember my practical subjects when I was at school in terms of how exciting it was to, to do the practicals. And yeah. why, why do you think it's so important that we try to retain some element of the practical application in the subject, even if it can't be the, the standard practicals that students would have been used to um, a year ago before COVID? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's, it's enormously important, obviously from my nutrition background, um, knowing, you know, it's skills for life these kids are, are gaining through doing food tech. Um, they've chosen it, they have a passion for food. Especially nowadays, it's very difficult for kids and adults themselves to exercise. So it's important that we understand how to live a healthy and have a healthy and balanced diet. There's a massive epidemic as well with kids being obese and that unfortunately leads into adulthood as well so gaining the skills and knowledge how to cook healthy dinners instead of just reaching on the phone and ordering a takeaway or necessarily like a an unhealthy pizza for example you know and the lack of exercise goes hand in hand and that leads to obesity so I think it's so important the kids are learning how to eat healthily and, and gain you know uh, develop their practical skills in the kitchen as well how to cut how to prepare properly how to use um, equipment safely a lot of kids didn't know how to work an oven before or how to just do the basic things that I I was naive to think they already knew so we've done um, lots of lessons building their confidence um, using the equipment safely such as knife skills how to chop and prepare fruits and veg um, how to wash up as I mentioned earlier yeah, how to use the hob, the cooker, the ovens, those types of things, because there's just skills that we necessarily take, um, think they know, um, but that a kitchen looks different to the kitchen they might have at home, for example. So that's really important. Um, we want them to explore new cooking methods as well. There's lots of different ways how we cook um, the same ingredient. So that's really important. Um, we also want them to develop new tastes and flavours as well. There's a whole range of restaurants out there and different um, countries have their different flavours and styles they have they cook things that's really important when they um if they choose GCSE food tech and preparation in year 11 they are encouraged to present their uh dishes really nice and um beautiful so um to get more marks for their, their presentation skills so we try and encourage them to not just make the food but make it attractive for the end product in itself and finally yes there's a massive food science theory component with food tech yes we love the practical side we're like getting involved and being hands-on however there is a, a food science aspect behind so just understanding how that works so how does a sauce thicken like gelatinization how does um, bread making work how does the starch um, work in that and the wheat and the gluten so that's really important so I think overall food nutrition there's so many things that students can learn and adapt and grow and there's so many job opportunities and work as well and it's, it's just so exciting and there's lots to get involved with in that yeah so the, the practical kind of side of um food and nutrition and i guess other the other practical subjects as well is is actually really quite holistic then in terms of what benefits it's, it's going to bring them so it's important to try and i guess retain that where possible even in these um strange times so i was wondering are there any kind of strategies or ideas that you have successfully um, adapted, implemented and, and like delivered within your lessons or within your department that have allowed you to keep some of those practical benefits 
still following all the COVID-19 restrictions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me personally, I always think outside the box. I like to keep things fun, exciting, engaging. I don't like to be bored. So I always feel like, okay, the kids are now probably bored at home as well. So what can I do? So when we were still in school, um, we, we incorporated as many demonstrations as we possibly could, um, knowing at the very beginning of September that no practicals were allowed at all. Um, so therefore demonstrations had to be implemented just to kind of put the, the theory into practice and get the kids to understand how that works, especially in um, GCSE years or older. Um, and then the seven and eight, it's their first time in school. So they just want to kind of know what food is all about. We also incorporated um, recipe questions. So when we give a demonstration, we don't just do it. We give them um, questions and quizzes alongside the recipe, get them to get familiar with words and terminology which are used in recipes and in food science as well. We also give them practical challenges to do. So um, if we ask them to go to a supermarket and find different types of soup, for example, or cheese or milk, those types of things, or research nutritional labeling, just a practical skill. And when we encourage, when we do the demonstration, we always encourage them to, to, to make it at home. And I think it's so important to make everything about the student themselves. So what we do if they make something at home, I think the last one was um, making pasta in a jar and that was for year seven. And they were very excited to take the recipe home and try it out for themselves. So in respect to that, we just, I decided to print out the picture when they upload it onto their, their school system. And we have a massive display board. So their work is seen to everyone that enters that room their work, their practical skills and knowledge is on the board and it's theirs and they get house points. And that's amazing because the smile on their face just says it all. Um, we've also had a recipe of the week. So we have a window display where the students are encouraged to just get in a practical application. We also had the Great British Bake Off at the time, which was fun. So we encouraged the kids to get involved with that. And um, that was always good fun, getting to watch it on TV and excited about who's leaving this week, he's going to be the star baker, that sort of thing. Um, and then obviously for me, I think it's really important um, when I was going around watching the kids make um, bread making skills and the, the fruit and vegetable chopping skills, I took a few pictures of their work and um, it was issued in the Pulse in Maiden Early um, in December last year and they were very excited to see it and their parents saw their work and it was incredible, it was really good fun. Um, so lots of house points are awarded, their pictures are laminated in the classroom, it's very bright and colourful, so they're very attractive, you can see it as soon as you go into the room. Um, and then finally, um, towards the end, a couple of the year groups were out certain days of the week, just the week or two before Christmas, and I thought, instead of, I'm not able to demonstrate a recipe to them, so I decided to record myself making um, two dishes for them to have a go at at home. This kind of snowballed into an idea I had over Christmas and I was thinking the kids really found the videos very exciting, very easy to follow along and therefore the birth of frostbites came into the effect. So this is what I created just in my department. I did a lot of research and how it would work and that type of thing. So basically Frostbites is a brand new uh, video series that comes out weekly. It is a new recipe that comes out every Friday. It's posted on their house uh, Google Classroom. 
and they always get a recipe that comes up alternate weeks. One week it's a savory dish, such as like a main meal, like a pasta, and then the following week is a dessert because we're trying to keep it healthy, but we also want to keep that um, excitement and the fun, the challenge to go along with it as well. So it's not just for students, it's also for staff. So once the children have about a week to complete um, the recipe or have a go at the recipe using their creativity skills and that type of thing, um, the staff can also get involved and then they can upload a picture and they get instant five house points um, and there's a winner of the week. So it's a competitive strategy as well. So the whole of the school can get involved and yeah, they can just watch back the video and they love that. It, I think it's just the competitiveness, um, especially when the staff get involved as well, because if the staff are doing it, then the students are more likely to do it as well. So it's just kind of a way of getting the kids away from the computer. Um, it's, it's a long time for children to do theory work and it's just constant reading or writing. And I just thought, think outside the box and just you know, get them into the kitchen, develop their practical skills, learn new recipes, how to go food shopping, those types of things. So yeah, it's been very um, positive and we just launched a cheesecake. So <laughs> that's going down really well this week. That sounds amazing. I love how um, innovative that is and how you've kind of linked it into your existing like house system that you have at the school and all the house points just so um, the students can really kind of see the outcome of their work. And I like yeah. you know, what you said about getting um, students, parents and guardians involved too and, you know, really raising awareness of what they're doing. I think especially, you know, in times like this, that's so important for their morale about the subject and their sort of enthusiasm for it. So I think that's amazing, really. You know, you had so many ideas that you've given us there for how um, teachers of practical subjects can kind of keep them alive and keep them going um, during these times. Um, I was just wondering really if you have any suggestions or support that you could offer to um, other teachers perhaps of food and nutrition as well or other practical subjects who are interested in trying out some of the strategies that you've suggested. Um, what sort of tips would you give them to make them successful? Yeah absolutely. Um, I think there's lots of planning involved. I think as long as you have a good execution um, and you, you kind of go down the right routes and stuff, um, you know, just be very safe with what you're doing, where the content's going, um, everyone knows about it. I think the best thing is get other staff members involved, to just not just to raise awareness, but also because I'm quite new, obviously very new to the school, there's lots of different avenues to get things out and involved and get more people involved, whether that's in the bulletin, in the newsletter, in Pulse, those types of things, um, and how house points work. So I'm still still learning myself. So I think it is definitely a collaborative approach with various different um, staff members. That's really important. Um, time scales, just kind of working out how everything works and appreciate that the students do have a lot of work and definitely raise that they do not have to do it. It's not essential they have to do it. It's, it's just something fun if they do want to do it, if they do have a spare hour or so, they can get creative in the kitchen. Um, I'm very fortunate to have worked in my previous life um, in the industry and have a lot of contacts and there's a lot of collaboration there and we kind of bounce off ideas of each other as well. So just by communicating with different outsiders, they can suggest different things as well lots of talkers and speakers are interested in doing remote lessons and stuff and just giving advice and just making it fun and exciting. Lots of support is encouraged so it's great to see different staff members involved and uploading their attempts because that really is a snowball effect to the students. Um, I'm not able to record myself unfortunately um, making these recipes so getting as much help on board as possible that's great and just sharing and making it fun. 
I think, honestly, at the end of the day, showing your passion and enthusiasm is key. I think if I wasn't passionate about nutrition and, and living a healthy and active lifestyle, I wouldn't enjoy my job. But I think out of all the jobs I've had, um, this is by far the most challenging, don't get me wrong, especially during COVID. And it's a completely different scenario that I ever thought I'd ever be in. But I think it's the best job I've ever had because there's, every day is different. It's always exciting. And seeing the kids getting involved as well is, is incredible. Like the, the feedback I get from them, whenever they upload a picture of their latest recipe, I feel so proud that I've allowed that to happen and it's really going really well. So I think always just be prepared for the unexpected as well. Um, always, you can't always plan for everything. Just be open-minded with whatever's going, going on. Everything always changes, obviously, during COVID. You don't know when we're going to be back at school again. But just try and make it fun. Um, and I think that really, the kids can feel it and hear it in your voice as well, that you know that you're enjoying it, you're making it fun, you're saying hello, you're saying goodbye, knowing you're always there for them to contact you as well. And you're always going to, it's all about them. As long as you make it everything about them, then I think it'll be successful. I think those are really fantastic suggestions. Um, you know, especially the idea about actually sometimes it can be difficult. I know I've found teaching remotely, it's sometimes difficult to show the passion that you would normally show in the classroom via um, yeah. Google Meets or Zoom, whatever it might be. So I think having these outlets like this, like Frostbites and, and like all the competitions, is, is really good for students to still see that their teacher's there and that their teacher's still the teacher that they, they had yeah. when they in school. So I really like that idea um, as well. So thank you so much, Heather, for all of this information that you've given us about the challenges that the practical subjects have faced and all the insights um, that you have kind of shared with us there. It's been really inspiring, actually, I think, to hear all of the innovative and original ideas that you and your colleagues have developed to make sure that for our students, these restrictions don't impinge too much on their enjoyment of these subjects and that they still manage to develop all that knowledge and that, those skills that are so key to um, the practical subjects in our curriculum. So we hope that you've enjoyed this episode of METPOD as much as we've enjoyed recording it. Um, and we will see you for our next episode in two weeks time. Thank you.